0: Everybody, we're back for a new episode of So Many Sequels. I am Josh. I am Andrew. I guess I'll be Garrett then. And this week we are wrapping up the Oceans Trilogy
1: with Oceans 13. Is uh, the one that comes after 12 and after 11, right? As you can work? tell,
0: we did not watch it. None, none of us watched it. <laughs> and
1: before 8.00. We're all just assuming how this works. Yeah, that's the crux, right? The plot the, the, the hierarchy is that we learn how to count.
0: Yeah, that's how we've done this whole this whole thing.
1: Yeah. That's uh,
0: what I Oceans thirteen came out in two thousand seven, again directed by Steven Soderbergh, starring George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, Julia Roberts, Elliot Gould, uh, all the usual suspects, and this time Al Pacino.
1: However, Julia Roberts is not in this movie. Did I say Julia? You did. I think I just went on autopilot. Probably because that's what they. I mean, it's been the same cast with the addition of like one person in yeah. each one.
0: So no Julia Roberts this time, but you get in Al Pacino. <laughs> not not a great. Trailer. He, he, he was doctor. actually
1: he was actually uh, the understudy for Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman. Most people don't know that because it's a lie. Well, alright then. <laughs> I'll <take> it. <laughs> 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 in this in this <laughs> movie, the
0: the final installment of the trilogy, we take things back to a, a more simpler story, but also change it up a little bit. We're back in Las Vegas this time, but we're not do we they're not doing a heist per se. It's not the idea or plan no. anyway to start with. Uh Elliot Gould's character, Reuben, has been working with Al Pacino's character, Willie Bank, to I like build a new hotel. Yeah, a casino. Yeah, something and or other. Willie Bank cuts him out of the deal, screws him over. Al uh, Ruben has a heart attack over it.
2: That made me sad. That made me sad.
0: And now the ocean's crew is pissed. Oh man, they're mad and they want revenge. So they're going to decide. They decide what they're going to do is screw over Al Pacino's character on the opening night of his brand new hotel casino. And that's the basic plot. Go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I enjoyed this one more than the second one. Um, I I thought it was weird for me to basically just see them over there trying to this. You know, the first one, Danny Ocean was being secretly vengeful, but overall there was like a a more to it. Is it like let's this is an actual heist. You said it in this one. This is not necessarily a heist. This is a we are gonna screw you over yeah and in this movie this is the first one where I really felt like the villain in Al Pacino deserved it like Terry Benedict again was a jerk and a terrible human being but he didn't necessarily do anything wrong he just ran a casino there's nothing wrong with that uh the Night Fox in the second one it wasn't really uh he was just an arrogant guy who they put in his place and it was like a challenge they weren't necessarily... They were trying to steal something, but it was a competition rather than a, uh, we're going to get this guy. It was a, we're going to put you in your place. Yeah. This one, Willie Bank purposely screwed him over. He threatened Ruben's life. He was just a raging, awful person. And I was like, Well, oh, I won't see you get yours. You're going to get it. And then he did. And I was happy. Yeah. So the, the way they decide to screw over
0: Bank this t- or in this movie is rather than steal all his money or anything like that, they're going to rig the whole casino, the games and machines and all that, to make a huge payout to winners on opening night mm-hmm. of the casino.
1: <clears throat> so, And they're also going to screw him out of his coveted five diamond award that he, his ego, every time he opened a hotel, this is like the, uh, the huge hotel honor. And right. he's <laughs> always had one, every time he gets one, he buys one for his wife just to show how good he is. And they're going to be like, not this time.
2: Yeah, yeah. I will say that like this movie was, uh, by leaps and bounds, better than the last one. It will never be as good as the predecessor. Usually, they never are. But like, I mean, I thought this was a, I thought this was fun. It was kind of hard to follow at times. But I thought so
1: too. I, in which ways?
2: It, like there was a lot going on. There was with a, a
0: lot of different people doing different things at the same
2: time. This is this is what I noticed in pretty much all of these movies is that whenever a scene starts there's there's like a, a bit of conversation dialogue and then all of a sudden we cut to like a music montage mm-hmm. of people doing stuff mm-hmm. and that happened almost every other scene in the movie and i felt like that was that almost became kind of a motif and it kind of bored me after a while because for me i was able to follow this one a lot better than the second one i'll agree to that but still I think like to me it's just like it, it's it's too much of a formula anymore like you know that this guy's gonna get you know that the oceans people are gonna get back at this guy and it's just like you know how, how are they gonna do it and I yeah I just I just I don't know like it'll never be as good as the predecessor. I had the same thought
0: um, the uh, Oceans 11 never needed sequels and now no. that we've seen all three of them, no. I feel even more certain that they weren't necessary because they don't really forward the story and they don't build enough off of the first one to really make it worth it. They're mm-hmm. fine movies. 13 is better than 12. But They just, we didn't need them. No. There's mm-hmm. no like real overarching story between the three. They just kind of have a very vague one mm-hmm. that just that they're all kind of partners in this together. Yeah. And by, by Ocean's 13, even though it is an enjoyable movie and I, I thought it was perfectly fine, it's tired. And and it can be, like, boring in the sense where you were saying, we've seen a lot of this already. Yeah, like... We know where it's going to go. Yeah, they, yeah, None of the twists surprised me. If anything, the twists annoyed me at times because mm-hmm. they just seemed forced. Mm-hmm. Particularly the one with the Night Fox. His whole plot line is irrelevant and not necessary because... As soon as you find out what he did, Ocean undoes it.
2: Yeah, and that I I didn't understand. I didn't understand why the Night Fox was there in the first place. Right. Well, I think
1: <clears throat> <clears throat> overall Benedict wanted to just get them. Like from the first movie on, his whole thing has been to get his revenge. Yeah. And so he. My understanding is that he hired the Night Fox to steal the diamonds. From them, mm-hmm. why I don't really understand because they weren't going to steal the diamonds anyway. But he thought they were. Yeah. Well, he made them, he, Benedict, right? He well, Benedict, thought he, thought he was going to screw.
0: They, they were going to screw him out of them, right? So and he, in which I the just Night Fox was like the.
1: He was the one that the was, was going to take him. Yeah. yeah. But again, I just don't get it because the only reason that they were going to steal those diamonds is because Benedict wanted them to. Otherwise, he wasn't going to give them the financial backing to help with the rest of the scam. And so he told them to do this, and then he brought in the Night Fox to steal the diamonds from the oceans just to be like, ha-ha, look, I got you. But they didn't want the damn diamonds in the first place. No. So he really just created this non-essential storyline that, again, made no sense. And, and, yeah, if you take that whole thing out, doesn't, ma- doesn't make any difference. Nope, I guess they just had difference. to make Benedict a, a controversial part of the team Because otherwise, he was just willingly helping them to screw over Bank.
0: Right, and even so, you didn't need the Night Fox. You really didn't need Benedict because the only purpose he served was to buy a drill. That was it.
1: Yeah, and to get that enough said in Pacino's hotel. They could have done that a different way, but I get why. Like they only went to Benedict
0: because they couldn't. They needed another drill.
1: Yeah, and they they needed needed another backer because Reuben was. You know, right, tied like, up in bed. do we
0: need that? I felt like it was just a way to bring Benedict back when he didn't really need to be back. Mm-hmm.
1: In the In the last one, we talked about how um, Julia Roberts had essentially become a part of the team, and that is my reasoning as to, it, it, other than just, like, math-wise, is why it was Ocean's Twelve, because she became the 12th member of the team. In this one, I felt like Eddie Izzard's character, Roman, was a part of the team because he was more involved at the beginning. And I feel like Benedict was also part of the group. We've hit the point where I truly don't know who the 13 are. I don't know.
0: Yeah.
2: It, it's not clear. I was... I don't know. I was just... I was just as confused about that as... Because like I was trying to figure that out. Like, who's the... Th- I, th- I thought that Terry Benedict was number 13.
1: He was 12. Yeah. I just stopped caring. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did. I just was like, I don't care who's who anymore. I just know who's, <clears throat> who's on the good side, who's on the bad side. I get it.
2: But... Honestly, I'm very it's, happy. That it they- seems
0: like only the 11 actually still trust each other.
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah well, and if you throw, if if you can Eddie Izards, I feel like he's like a, a part of the, of the team that they trust because he helped out with so many different things. And they brought him more into this to go against his old classmate for the security of the Greco that they installed in the bank hotel to kind of fish out scams and things like that.
0: We talked about in Ocean's 12 how it was a, very silly movie. They like ratcheted up the silliness of it, yeah. and in this one they toned it down, and mm. I thought that was very good. However, there were some there was some silly things in it that I still enjoyed a lot. Uh, there's a part where the brothers are trying to, or uh, Casey Affleck's character is changing the faces in the FBI database. Oh yeah, and they made it. He makes a joke about. Something about however many states in the, and the Scott Con's character doesn't can't like do the math to figure out how many states there are. That was a quick line that I, <laughs> I liked.
2: Remember that
0: there was a line that I. It's literally the only thing I wrote down because it's one of the worst lines I've ever heard. Was but Miss Sounder, or responder. Oh no, it's your butt that's the problem. <laughs> Is that Matt Damon? No, no. That is, that is, uh, I don't remember her first name, Mrs. Sponder.
1: Oh, and, and uh, she's like, talking to the, the model. Yeah, the, the model. model waitress. And yeah. she goes,
0: But Miss Sponder? And she goes, Oh no, it's your butt that's the problem. And it's one of the worst things I've ever heard.
2: <laughs> yeah. To be honest with you, this, I think one of the saving graces of this movie was David Pamer's role. And he was the dude who kept, like, he had the room that, uh, um, I forget what his character's name is, but he he constantly had bad luck in the entire in the entire run. He was there and pr- he was like one of the first guests in that hotel, and everything kept going wrong. His face was covered in bites and whatnot. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, he's yeah. the the the, the, the five diamond reviewer. Yeah, they yeah. Did, yeah.
1: He's yeah. He's the was, person that I felt like got screwed over more than Willie Bank because they treated this guy like crap. Just to make sure that his hotel didn't get the thing. And like, because look- they set Saul up to. They made Willie Bank think that Saul was the guy who was reviewing the hotel. Right. And then, just to make sure that he didn't have a good time, they treated this guy who didn't deserve it in any way, shape, or form like. Cr- they basically tortured him because they put bed bugs in his bed. Mm-hmm. They like put. That awful smell into his room. They fo- gave him food poisoning. Like, this, that is some extreme, extreme stuff that yeah, they do did. What you gotta do. I mean, at least they made it up and he won like $11 million. Dusty yeah, hooked him up with 11 mils. So. Right. So that was the least kind of, because part of me was really like, what are they, this guy
2: needs something. It's not <laughs> like I get that you want to get bank, but he didn't do anything. I know, but it's just like, it, I've, I've always enjoyed David Pamer. I've always thought he was a great, I always think he's a great actor, especially a comedic actor. So, uh, for me, just seeing him just kind of randomly popping up was was really, uh, I don't know, just uh, almost kind of pleasant. So, if I can give it that, I'll, I'll give it that. But uh, other than that, I don't really have too much to say about this movie other than, you know, it's... It's, it's just kind of there. It's, it's, it's average. It's meh. Yeah, it it's, is. It's very meh. It's fine. It's it's. Better than twelve.
0: Yeah. I did enjoy seeing so many of the of the team members playing different characters, like um Matt Damon and his terrible prosthetic nose. And then <laughs> that Brad Pitt nose that stuck out four feet. <laughs> we got to see Brad Pitt or Rusty Ryan's various personas come out with yep. his like long haired dude. <laughs> they had
1: so many awful mustaches in this movie. I did. There's a scene where George Clooney looks like Burt Reynolds for some reason in the casino, and I haven't figured that part out because it was in one of those little montages, uh-huh. and they were both in the casino just watching, and he had his little fake mustache on to look stupid. Casey Affleck had a stupid fake mustache on in his, uh, in Mexico where he was at for the dice plant. Yeah. And, at least, I said Brad Pitt's fake scientist mustache at least looked good. But the other two were just giant, so fake
2: it was bad. The giant Fu Manchu that went down to his knees yeah. or something. and
1: I didn't necessarily care personally for the whole unionizing of the plant plot that they had going on. I didn't fully understand why that was a part of the movie. It was funny in parts, uh, but I didn't really, I think it was just there for filler. It didn't didn't do much for me.
0: Yeah, I did like seeing Don Cheadle not use his terrible accent. <laughs> I was going to mention For one that. scene, we finally got to see him talk somewhat normal. He still uses a voice, but it's not that bad Cockney anymore. It's not. He no. was like a will you look at his, daredevil. Well, you look at his donut. Yeah, can you do the voice that he did, though, in I, this
2: movie? Uh, no, I don't I, even remember how. The country
1: how, one or the British one? Not the British one. We're done with that. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> I, I,
2: need, I need to watch that part again. Yeah,
0: I bet.
1: So in this one you get in the, in twelve, Linus comes from a family of thieves I guess. His dad is a, a very well known thief, and I guess his mom is a part of that. We got to meet his mom in the first one, and in this one we got to meet the dad. He was the bureau agent who <clears throat> was in charge of investigating all this stuff, uh, and he came in and and turned out to be. Uh, Linus's dad, and in the second one, I'm trying to I'm trying to find my notes real quick. But in the second one, there was a deleted scene. I can't find it exactly, but uh, there was a deleted scene where they were gonna use uh, Linus's dad, and it was somebody else. So I was thought it was interesting that he did not come back, I guess maybe you cut him out of a movie. And it was somebody that was fairly well known. I wish I could find my notes, but I can't. So basically, this is just a big giant tease.
0: Didn't you say it was like Clint Eastwood or something? No,
1: it wasn't Clint Eastwood. The name that's coming to mind is a person that it definitely wasn't, so. uh, I was (laughs) Gene Kelly, but he's dead. Oh, Gene Kelly. (laughs) He's very dead.
2: He's very dead. So
1: I can't remember who it was, but it was somebody who was really well known, um, but they did not bring him back. Well, that's probably why, because it sounds like he was just meant to be a cameo. Yeah. And then... Whereas
0: in this one, he's somewhat of a plot piece.
1: Yeah. And then Julia Roberts and Catherine Zeta-Jones did not reprise their roles because they wanted to be uh, have a significant part. Because realistically, even in 12, Julia Roberts didn't have that big of a role. No. I mean, like, she like, was in there for maybe like a total of 10 minutes where it mattered. And then Catherine Zeta-Jones was a little more involved in 12. But there's no way that they could have been involved in this. No. Point, I don't think. And so they took Ike, which more power to him because yeah, if they're not needed, what's the point? That's true. This is the third movie. Get him out.
2: Yeah, I, I guess. I also heard that they, they didn't want to come back. I'd rather
1: have them back than Terry
0: Benedict. <laughs> Seriously, true. What about? They're way better than him. What about the French dude? The Night Fox. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I. No one asked for him to come back. I no. don't understand why. They forced a plot that was that was literally created and solved almost immediately. Just to have him there, I don't know.
1: Did that Steven Soderbergh
2: say anything about it? I don't know.
1: No, I you know <clears throat> I tried to find some stuff on this movie, and outside of the random note of Matt Damon's London scene was shot while he was making the Bourne Ultimatum, there's not really much written up on this particular. <laughs> Oceans movie. I think there was more about twelve because of how bad people thought it was.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but overall, this one is is just kind of into oblivion. And I and I've talked throughout this series so far that I really loved the first one, and I hadn't yeah. seen it in years and kind of forgot about it. And going back, it's it's like reignited my excitement for these movies. Uh, 12 was not... I didn't like it back then. No. And 13, I think this is maybe the only second or third time I've seen it just because it's kind of forgetful.
2: It's, you know, I'm, I'm happy that they're ending it. You know, well, ended this one anyway. We'll, we'll have to wait till we see the next one. But I think that, like, I think this, above all, is just like, you know, it's like a almost redemption from Ocean's 12 but yeah because it is better it's more it's, better. it's more on track yeah I mean it it's just I didn't it didn't need to happen no and to be honest with you neither did oceans 12 <laughs> <laughs> no no I mean it's it's cool just seeing everybody together again but you know they're pretty much at this point you're just like okay what are you gonna do now that's just that's just when I when I watched it that's just kind of what I took from it this movie didn't do very well at the box office it, it doesn't look like it did it not no. It performed, it opened lower
0: than Ocean's 11 and Ocean's 12, both did. Oh, wow. And it came to gross $117 million in the United States. What was its budget? I don't know, it doesn't say on here. Uh, I'm sure we can find it somewhere else, maybe. But I don't, it's not on Box Office Mojo. And it's, it. yeah, it's the third ranked movie in the series. Really? So, yeah. Wow. They, they put it under it
1: did, the 12th? Oh, or do it you mean less money-wise? Yeah, okay, I don't know how it was received. Wise. Gotcha,
0: but I it made less made it. money than the 12th did. The budget was eighty-five, so it made its money back, but not to pro. No, it made its its production budget back. Like,
2: I'm sure it cost a lot more mm-hmm. in marketing and all that kind of stuff. Hey, see, I never understand like how a movie when it makes when it makes money overseas. Like, are they making that up? Because like is. Eighty-five million dollars—the total budget, like overall—probably not. Okay, I was gonna say they
0: got to. You got to think eighty million dollars. I don't even know if that would cover, cover the
2: salaries for these actors. Yeah, well, they're probably All getting them. They're probably getting like gross percentage points of box office. Yeah, revenue. Yeah,
0: that could be part of it. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that who did that? We talked about uh, Alec Guinness did Alec, that for Alec Star Wars. did
2: it. Yeah, and so did. Uh, several people. I just learned today that Tom Hanks did that for Forrest Gump, and he got forty million.
0: Woo! Smart move by Tommy. So he's a smart man. Um, yeah. So it probably it probably didn't make profit then. I don't know if that for a fact. But if we're looking at eighty million dollar production budget, you talk about marketing is outside of that, that, and I don't know if salaries are included. And it made one hundred and seventeen. Let's see how much it made worldwide.
1: Three hundred
0: million
2: dollars. Yeah. It probably okay. pulled. It probably pulled a profit, but not like. Yeah, it's possible. Not like, you know, like blockbuster status.
0: No, no. Looks like it was the twenty-sixth highest-grossing movie of two thousand seven. What okay. was the top of that year? Spider-Man three, ah, and then Shrek three, hey, and then Transformers. I
1: remember this was like a year of the threequel. It, it was a like crazy. A it looks like it was
0: a crazy year. This is the. I worked in a movie theater this year, so I remember all of these. <laughs> This uh, is not a great year, though. No, it no. wasn't. Spider Man, like the top ten is, yeah. Anyway.
2: Except for except for Transformers, get out of here! I'm, hey, hey, hey. Uh, the first Transformers. Put aside is your good. hate for Shia
0: LaBeouf, and the first Transformers is good. Maybe. I don't hate Shia
1: LaBeouf. You but I, do. No, no, no. You I do. will consistently say that if if someone looked to Shia LaBeouf <laughs> if, if I have to look to someone to save the world and you present me with Shia LaBeouf, my first instinct is well we're all screwed. There's absolutely no way that he's a believable hero to save the damn world. But he doesn't, the cars do. Still. The Transformers still save the world. No. Still no. No, it's Megan. in that particular movie. I like him fine just everywhere else, but like not in the train. no. I'm gonna say Megan Fox. She was fine, but also not great. I, 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 if I Really, it stems to my hatred of Michael Bay, but that's is a different story. Mm-hmm. I mean, Michael Bay has made mm-hmm. better movies. But coming back to this movie, I wanted to see more of Eddie Izzard. Because yeah. I really like Eddie Izzard, and I thought that he was going to be more a part of it, especially at the beginning when they're talking about all of the problems that they have, that they're trying to do. Um, but what I had a, a weird problem with was they... We're talking about this security system that they have. The Greco is what it's called. And Eddie Izzard this whole time is like, this is not crackable. Like, it's it's brand new. I don't know anything about it. It's crazy. Like, all of the things that they have to do, going over and over and over and over. How impossible it is to crack. And then within three seconds, they go, oh, an earthquake could maybe shut it down for a minute. And it was just so like, what? You build it up? And then all of a sudden, just bam, That's fix it. The, that's the problem
0: with this movie, is they present problems and then they fix them too fast, mm-hmm. too easily.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: and this movie seemed a little different than all the other ones, because I go back to the... I keep, I, I, I'm going to go back to 11, where Ocean is setting up how they're going to rob these casinos and making it like, this is the most crazy thing that we've ever had to do. But, like, we're doing it. Yeah. But they don't really know how. In this one... It's for, for for most of the movie. It's like, it's like, oh, this is really hard, so we're just not gonna do it. For for example, the diamonds. They it in the first movie, that crew would have been all about stealing those diamonds. They would have found a way, even if it's the most ridiculous thing. And in this one, they were just like, eh, let's just screw this guy over until they were forced to have to steal the diamonds. And I thought that was a weird, like, uh, turn of the characters of just like it was eh, it's too hard we're going to try something else we're not going to worry about it. It didn't That's seem like probably were why
0: Benedict's character or Benedict didn't trust them to do it right. Yeah. It's probably why cuz he probably thought the same thing of these guys want to steal these from me, but I want them to steal them for me, so I'm going to make the Night Fox do it.
1: Yeah. And then he didn't get the damn diamonds in the end anyway.
0: No. Uh basically what I have learned from Ocean's 12 and 13 is the Night Fox is incredibly overrated. Yeah. Yeah, like he was sold as the best like thief in Europe, and he just kind of sucks. Yeah, <laughs> like George Clooney and Brad Pitt are doing a better job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're not like they don't have the the, the name rec and not name recognition. I don't know the reputation. They don't have the reputation the Night Fox has. That's because Night cause they Fox do it. literally has a nickname.
1: Yeah, that's because they do it under the radar. They're smart about it. They're not flashy. They don't want necessarily dude. want. They want the the thief world to know. But that's it. They don't want the world to know who they are. Night Fox seemed like he wanted everybody to know that he's this amazing thief. Whether you're a police officer or a thief or a common person. The ocean people want to go underneath. They want to just be like, "Mm, we know we're good. And I like that. Um, The one thing that I did see carry over from the first one is uh, the the Oprah stuff. (laughs) The scene where Brad Pitt knocks on the door and uh, Danny Ocean is like saying that he cut some onions. He's wiping away tears, and they go find out that he's watching Oprah, and Oprah's giving this family like a house, and they're building all this stuff. And it just goes to show that even amongst all of this chaos and craziness, they're still able to keep their cool. It makes me laugh. They're both like, "Oh, this is really sad." And then at the end, you see they donated all of that money from the diamonds to. Charity in Benedict's name, and then he has to go on Oprah, and
2: then at the end they're all watching him on Oprah being very uncomfortable, and it was very funny. He's doing it for the children. The children need, yeah, yes, the children.
0: I bet they had to pay Oprah some of that budget. Yep, to they probably did to make an appearance. Is she to
1: I mean, I I will say that I am sad to that these that we're done with these movies because uh, it
0: made more money. <laughs> wow, what happened? Blades of Glory. Made more money in the United States than oh my. Ocean's 13.
1: Oof. Anyway. You should be ashamed of that. <laughs> so on that note, why are you sad that we're ending this trilogy? Just because of how much, I, I, I don't necessarily want to say nostalgia it brought to me, but I think this movie, and I think it's like peak Hollywood for me, where it was like, you have all of these A listers who are willing to do this movie together, and you can't you don't have anything like that. No, you don't have- You don't have a Brad Pitt, a George Clooney, a Matt Damon, a Julia Roberts, a, all of these people who are so famous in in a movie together. You don't have anybody that is in my and I'm old now, so like whatever. But I can't name a modern rat pack. That would be able to do a movie like this, do a good movie, and make me like it. I would counter with Ocean's Eight. Ocean's Eight will be exciting. <laughs> I am excited about that. Yeah,
2: I am excited about too.
1: So, prove. Those, I hope that. I hope that it does well.
0: Um, I mean, those are all huge stars. They are. In they that are movie.
1: Yeah, I. They are. So I, I <laughs> but it, it comes back to the ocean movie.
2: We got. We so got. I'm
1: I'm excited to to see the reboot and and what they do. Uh, I hope it works out well, and I hope people go see it. Because for me, this, o- Ocean's Eleven is really the this obvious standout of this franchise. But for me, Ocean's Eleven was so good that even 12 and 13 get a pass and make me like this as a series.
0: Oof, I can't do that. Uh, okay. It just makes me realize that Ocean's Eleven was a really good movie, Here's- and the other two weren't as good. Here, here's what I have to say. Did you know that? before? I don't want to interrupt, you, but I'm going to anyway. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> did, you, did you realize that Ocean's 8 isn't, it's like a pseudo sequel? Like it's in that universe. Yeah. Okay. Sandra okay. Bullock plays Danny Ocean's sister. Oh. Yeah. So it's not even a reboot really. It's okay. just another sequel. Yeah. In a way.
1: It'll be interesting if they bring anybody back as like a cameo.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It takes like, so I watched the trailer for it today again and it takes place where they're going to like they're going to steal stuff at the met gala. Yep. So there's going to be a lot of celebrity cameos I'm expecting. Like sure. Mindy Kaling name drops, Taylor Swift in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Taylor will be in it, but like when they're name dropping celebrities, it's easy to think that there's going to be cameos in it.
2: Mhm.
0: Anyway, what were you going to say?
2: No, what I was going to say was was that kind of to counter to counter this, if anything what I have to say is is I can't like I kind of think of Ocean's Eleven as almost like the Home Alone series. The first one. God, what? (laughs) Hold on, hold on. First you compare Ace Ventura to Damn Dark Knight, and now you compare. Go ahead. Okay.
1: (laughs) Your brain works in mysterious ways. This
2: is what I have to say about this, is that the first Home Alone is terrific. The first Home Alone is terrific. The second Home Alone is all right. No, then, it's better. The second Home Alone's better than all right. I mean, the second Home Alone is the first Home Alone is entertaining. pretty good. The, the second Home Alone is entertaining, and then there's nothing else. Even though there was like 85 sequels made to Home Alone, you just don't care about the others because right. it's just the same thing over and over again. It's true. That's how I feel about Ocean's Eleven.
1: But in the Earth scenario, Ocean's Twelve is better than Thirteen. But Yeah. Ocean's if you two, say uh, if you're saying that oh Home Alone is great, that's true. And then if you're saying Home Alone Two is okay and everything else is forgettable, then you're saying that 12 is better than 13 because 13 is forgettable.
2: Well, uh, I'm nulling, nulling, and voiding <laughs> Oceans 12 and 13 because Oceans 11 is just like. On a whole different realm of its own.
1: Realistically, what this has done also for me is made me realize what the hell is going on with George Clooney, Matt Damon, and Brad Pitt. Why can't they make a damn good movie
2: lately? Or better yet, why don't they just star together in another movie?
1: Or that, but I can't name the last, like I went and saw Suburbicon, and in theory that movie's supposed to be good. It's got the Coen brothers, it's got Clooney, it's got Damon, and I didn't hate it as much as people seemed to, but it was not great. Should have been better. I can't name the last movie Brad Pitt did, or George Clooney did. I'm sure George is still fine. But I, Brad Pitt and uh, Matt Damon are on not great streaks. I know what Brad Pitt especially did. Especially with downsizing. Damon's had a couple, but like he literally just did The
0: Martian a couple years ago. That's fair. And he,
1: that was Academy Award nominated. That's fair,
0: and so, he was nominated.
2: So,
1: that, yeah. I mean, that's fair. Downsizing was a real right. yeah. bad turn, yeah. though. You gotta get better, Matt. I
2: love you, You do. Bro. Um, All right. Are you forgetting World War Z? I was just looking World at World War I'm, Z was a long time ago though. It was. It 20, was several years ago. Well, wait, wait, uh Brad Pitt just won an Academy Award. For what? For 12 Years a Slave. He produced it and he was in it. Yeah. Well, there you
1: go. That was there you go. Yeah, but he was only in it for like 10 minutes.
2: Right? He plays he, was, a, he plays a pivotal role in yeah.
0: it. Yeah. So he was also in The Big Short?
1: I guess Pitt's doing okay. Oh, Clooney's yeah. I'm sure Clooney's doing fine, but I don't know. These just as, my, as good as 12 Years a Slave was, what was that? Has he done anything since then?
2: Uh, pretty pit. The, that, the big short.
0: Well, the last looks like the last movie he did was Netflix's War Machine that I, I didn't see. No, I didn't see that either. That
2: looks pretty bad.
0: I, I don't know. I don't know. What about I didn't Clooney? See. Clooney. Clo- oh, go ahead. Clooney's last movie was, that's a short. Is this a movie? Sometimes IMDb confuses me. Yep. Because it's hard to tell if something's a movie or a show or a documentary. I literally don't know what this is. Money Monster?
2: Hmm. Oh, yeah. that's. Do you remember this? I do remember that. I never saw it. Was it a movie that came out in theaters? hmm Huh. Yeah. But Clooney, I mean, Clooney picked up an, picked up an Oscar for- uh for Up in the Air? Is that what he won for? No, for uh, Argo. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he did Argo. Hail Caesar. I don't, is that was that good? I never saw that that ever. was a
0: Coen Brothers movie and... got a 72 metascore that's good
2: Yeah.
1: speaking of scores do we have anything to say about this one? do we want to move on to our scores? Sure. yeah yeah I do I do well let's move on then okay time get your listener hat on get ready to play because we're going to play what is the Rotten Tomato score I can't play because I accidentally saw it okay, we, come up with we a have got here's the deal
0: here's what we're going to do no looking it up until we guess okay and then we'll, uh, alright we'll do that okay we'll guess first I and try then to, we'll look I try to hide it and uh, move, it move my hand work. with the thing is, but no it did not, not work working. so I know what it is cause that's twi- like you did that for 11 too I did yeah
1: so I know what it is
2: uh, well it it's you play. and me why don't you go first
0: alright oceans 13 if I had to guess I'm uh so
1: 1 to or 0 to 100 right scale for rotten tomato scores <laughs> okay Votions 12 was rotten, correct? Uh, Yes, it was.
0: I'm going to go with 66. Double sixes.
2: I am going to go with 70.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sounded like you were questioning it as it came out of your mouth.
2: Uh
1: Final answer?
2: That's my final
0: answer.
1: It all right, you at home? Guess along with us. If you've seen the movie, uh, what do you think it is? Uh, I will tell you that Ocean's Twelve was a fifty-five.
2: Mm, that's surprising.
1: And Ocean's Thirteen was seventy.
2: <laughs> ah!
1: You cheated. No, you I cheated. feel like you look them up. You cheated. You look them up.
2: I
0: did. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you. <laughs> That, you keep getting them too accurate. I know you're looking at them beforehand. You cheater, cheater, you pumpkin cheated eater. At this the is supposed game? to be a game. I, you okay? You nah, t- nah, nah, I owned us. it up. You cheater, cheater. No.
2: Okay. No that more hurts.
1: Girl Scout cookies for you. Yeah,
2: no, <laughs> well, all right. That was harsh. that was <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> all right. All right. Audience well,
1: score pretty comparable, seventy-five. Now nah, we're moving on from you, you cheater. I
2: did pumpkin eater. I did. I did not look at that.
1: Yeah, uh uh-huh. You just... No, whatever.
0: I,
2: yeah. actually, I, I, I actually came across the, the uh, Rotten Tomato score. That is a, that is not a lot.
1: And I owned up to it. That's all I'm saying. What? I didn't play the game and try to get it exactly right just to be like, oh, look at me, I'm smart. Did, did I fool you? No. Did I fool you? <laughs> we just no. called you out on this show. <laughs> so, we have finished this series. It's time to move on. We have to rate it on our own system.
2: Oh, yeah, I forgot about that part.
1: We've already done Henchmen. We have. We've been how, doing I, we've
2: been doing one to eleven henchmen for how, all of these. How about one to thirteen diamonds? Alright. That's fair. Whatever gets it done with. <laughs> um uh, thirteen
0: makes it a little different to do the math. I'm gonna say
2: seven out of thirteen. I'll give this one a five out of thirteen.
1: I think I was gonna go with seven as well. Seven out of thirteen
2: diamonds. I just I don't think I'm ever gonna watch this again. Yeah, probably not. And Ocean's if, 11 I will. Ocean's 11 I will. That one's good. Cuz that's, that's a that's a fun it's yeah. still a fun movie. It's got lasting power. This one the other, in 12. Nah. Yeah. 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 we did it though. We did now that. we got to move on to the next series. All right. Yep. I'm We're,
1: excited and scared. Yeah. So, the general rule is we have a list that has grown to 67, 67 chances of sequels, movie franchises that we can watch. We are going to put them in a randomizer. Each one of us has a veto power, and it doesn't have to be like explained or anything. If we don't want to do it, we can veto it, and then we try to move on to the next one until we pick. I forgot about the veto power. Yep, we do have a veto power. So uh, before we uh, list anything, is there anything that you guys would want to do Like that, that you can think of right off the top of your head? Uh, no. <laughs> Not really? The Men in Blacks. There's nothing I'm like itching to
2: get to right yeah. now.
1: You said Men in Blacks? Yeah, possibly. That'd be fun. That it would be, be, be- fun. I think for me, I always try to line it up with movies that are coming out. So I like that the oceans came out because Ocean's Eight is coming up, and it kind of gets people hyped. I wouldn't be upset if we ended up on one of our first Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. I think that would be neat with Avengers coming around the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see.
2: Or maybe even like Jurassic Parks. Yeah, yeah,
1: Jurassic Park would be a good one too. Yeah, yeah, because Jurassic World's coming up. So again, we got sixty-seven total. And let's see, this randomizer was on 47. And last time I gave it away with how good I thought it was. Because I audibly went, oh! Was not for, was 47 what it was last time? I think it was like 44. Oh, this is... But I moved it down. So it, it's not the same thing. So, 47 on my list of movies.
0: Ugh, now I feel, I'm scared. Is. Ugh, it's not good. I'm scared. <laughs> oh, it's not good. Oh, it's not good. Oh, I'm not ready. Cars. Oh! Ah! <laughs>
1: We gotta watch Cars. Unless somebody wants to veto it, I'm gonna Uh, veto it. Andy's gonna veto.
0: I know you don't have to explain yourself, but just think about it. Make sure you want to veto. Let me give this. Let me give this some thought. You just think about it. Make sure, because because remember, once you veto, you can't veto again until next time. So you can't veto a second time. We can still veto. Okay. But that's the problem with the veto: is you can only use it one time per week. <laughs> He's putting I've made him put so much thought into cars. You really, you really
2: have. <laughs> uh,
0: uh. I, now I feel like I need to be. I need to be the position of defending why we should watch cars, <laughs> just so I.
1: Just so you're not so. Stressed. Yeah, because you hate cars. So what's your reason I, why you would want to maybe watch it?
0: They're not very long. They're easy to digest. Fair. They say the third one's better than the second. Yeah, I don't know if that's true. Okay, I'm gonna veto my veto. Wait, so you're not gonna veto? I'm
2: not gonna veto.
0: Oh, now I feel like I need to make you veto. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: it's fine. No, <laughs> because no, 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 I was I just be... want
2: to keep playing with his head. You're I'm gonna, gonna veto? veto it anyway. So oh it's fine. my gosh. Okay. Here, here's the re- here's my reason for not vetoing anymore, is because once we do it, we never have to do it again. That's true. Rip it, off like it, a does, it does get yeah. it rid of it, and there's only three. That's true.
1: I just, I, I'm not. I want to do a cartoon real bad. True. I don't want the first one to be Cars, and <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to start with that. So, uh, okay. I am gonna veto that.
0: One. I'm not gonna try to talk, me out of it. I, I'm not. I have my no words.
1: All right. So the next one. Woo! That was thrilling. <laughs> the next one, number 16. We're out of the 40s.
0: <sighs> I'm scared again.
1: <laughs> What do you? If you had like, what's your gut telling you? Anything?
0: It's telling me it's still not good. Or Rocky. You think, it's rocky? That's think is Rocky? Here's what scares me about Rocky. There's a lot of them. Are we gonna include is the, the Creed? Sca- I think so because they're all the same, all character. all the oh, same characters. Oh shit! There's there. like six of them. I told. Well, isn't there like? I, there's more than
2: six, isn't there? Seven.
1: Because oh, there, yeah. there were five seven regular Rockies. Plus Creed or so seven? There are five regular Rockies. Creed plus there's another Creed coming out soon.
2: Well, there's five regular Rockies. There's Rocky Balboa.
1: Oh, I forgot about Rocky Balboa. So yep. there's, that's
2: true. Th- so now there's eight.
1: Yep.
0: Like I don't mind watching them, but the the, the length of them scares me. Same yep. with like as much as I love Harry Potter, that's an investment. It is. It's, a, it's like a two and a half month series. Yep. <laughs> but I don't think it's Rocky or Harry Potter.
1: You are correct.
0: Ah-ha-ha! Okay. I win
1: something. It is. The X Files movies. Oh yes! Woo! That's that's only two movies. Yep, and that's better. Well. I've never seen
2: them, so. that See, that's exciting. Yeah. I've never, uh, I've still not really seen. Didn't any... you borrow my copies? I did, but I never watched it. <laughs> I'm going to hit you with the pillow again. <laughs> <laughs> I got distracted and I had to give him back.
0: Cool. Well, that's exciting. The X-Files is on TV right now.
2: Yeah. And that's why. So it ties
0: I, in. It does. Well, it sounds like no one's going to veto it. Well, you can't. I cannot. And we're not going to. I'm not going to. Sweet. Then we're doing the X-Files. The truth is out there. <laughs> oh, are you going to do the you? whole song? <laughs> oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Aliens, conspiracies, Mulder and Scully. It's going to be fun. Exhibit is in the second one.
1: X to the Z. Is he pimping people's he rides?
0: He's. I think he's an agent, isn't he? I don't know what he is. You, I thought... I know you didn't watch it when I borrowed it, but have you never seen the second one? I've never seen it. Okay.
2: That.
0: Yeah. Okay. I, I think it. he's an agent, but I could be wrong. I haven't... Seen the second one in years. Does he pimp out cars? <laughs> Same joke that Garrett just said. <laughs> you got to pay attention. <laughs> anyway, all right, cool. I'm excited. Well, then we'll be back next time with the X Files: uh, Fight the Future. I believe is the first one. Uh, stay tuned for that. In the meantime, find us online at Facebook.com/slash OK Connection and on Instagram at So Many Sequels Pod. We are available on iTunes and SoundCloud right now. So leave us a review on those. Various platforms, whichever one you use, doesn't matter to me, you leave a review anyway.
2: Can I have a cookie now? Yeah, you can have a
1: cookie
0: now.
2: Yay, I got some hours.